Hi, I'm Akhil and I'm Rohan Nahar. Welcome to the Long Take. This week we're discussing Jordal Beans Nop, which is released in India almost a month after its US release, uh, which is why we're doing it now and not last month as we ideally would have. Uh, it's was shrouded in mystery as Beatles movies tend to be, uh, but it's eventually. I mean, I guess a title for the movie could be called Predator. Rohan. Oh, that's debatable. Actually, that's the central debate, right? Is the UFO slash creature a predator or is it just trying to survive? Like, does it have the, is it like, does it have the predatory instinct? I mean, isn't in a way a predator also trying to survive like a tiger just kills to survive, right? I guess, I guess. But also like there is like a kind of a connotation to it. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, sure. But I'm saying like the reason I'm talking predator is like in a way it's like a creature feature movie, right? Yeah. But you don't know, for instance, if it is... Um, attacking whatever whoever it, it is attacking because it feels threatened or if it wants to just eat them you know you don't know if it's I just like my reactions like earlier was like that he he like he needs food right like it whatever I'm just gonna call it because <laughs> I don't know the gender it, it needs food because like it's that's why it was like taking up horses right they were like oh it's, these are unattended or whatever mm. and that's what like even wild animals do right like farmers or whatever cattle ranch people they have to protect their wild uh, animals because otherwise you get like whatever foxes in the night or like maybe worse bears mm. who come in and just like take your cattle so that's what like i mean that's what he was doing he's like oh yeah the humans aren't around and initially like, it doesn't mess with humans right it's just it's just taking horses for the most part for the most part although yeah. if you look at i guess uh the how the his dad dies oj oj senior mm. sorry or yes not oj senior sorry just os otis senior um then it's implied that he has eaten people before. Like otherwise, what has what are those coins and keys coming out of the poop? Right. It's that scene. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that, that means it it has eaten people before. Um, I mean, huh? Kind of. Otherwise, who knows? Maybe it just yeah. Sucked otherwise, it in, like, like where are the Batani? yeah currencies and keys coming from? Ah. I'm guessing they came from people. Batani. So that is the central. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. So this is his new like hunting ground, like this ranch or whatever. It's like mm. this is my territory now. Mm. And it's like right now I'm gonna test the waters. Uh, just take the horses away, which is why it even takes the bait, right? Or when they, yeah, give it a fake horse. Yeah. Uh, but then it sort of grows bolder, I guess. And it's like screw that. I'm just gonna take the people now. But then there's also the thing about uh, looking it in the eye, right? Because then it's only attacking right. people that it feels. I guess threatened by threatened by yeah. I guess yeah yeah which is the same thing as predators do right in the wild mm. it's like are you not supposed to look bears or whatever in the eye mm. um, yeah so wait. or like horses right which is the same thing what happens like mm. they sort of show, almost like foreshadow it right like when on the set uh, when OJ is trying to be like okay don't annoy the horse mm. it's a wild animal and then with the glass thingy like the set decorator end up doing it or whatever the makeup guy and it's just like, in a way, just, that's what you're trying to show, right? Like, you're supposed to respect them, which is what OJ applies those lessons. He's like, oh, this is how I behave with my horses. And that's how maybe if I behave this way, then that could work as well. But then that would imply that the the creature slash UFO is a horse who is not a predator. It's just merely annoyed, in a way, by, by being yeah, disturbed possibly. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, horses are like basically have been domesticated by us, right? Mm. Like wild, they were just mares, mm. and we turned them into like just like with wolves and dogs. Mm. 
एनीवे तो हाँ वीव लाइक स्टार्टेड ऑन लाइक बेसिकली द मेन आर नो इट इज लाइक अ यू एफ ओ मूवी मोर ऑफ अ क्रिएचर मूवी आई फील लाइक इट्स नॉट अ यू एफ ओ लाइक लाइक Misdirection, like you know, like you, oh, initially it's like oh yeah, it's flying and saucer, like so that's why it's a U, like UFO thing. But like it's eventually, especially the, at the end, the way that it unfolds and everything, you you can tell it's there is no way that's it's a, that's a spaceship. It's, it's a living being. हाँ वही इट्स लाइक कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ यू इट स्टार्ट ऑफ एज अ प्रॉपर यू एफ ओ मूवी एंड देन इट काइंड ऑफ ट्रांसफॉर्म प्रॉपर लाइक कंस्परेसी थ्योरी आई वॉज एक्चुअली फॉर अ मिनट आई वॉज लाइक मे बी एटलीस्ट फॉर फ्यू मिनट्स मे बी दिस इज एंटायरली मिस डायरेक्शन पीपल आर क्रेजी इमेजिन हो सकता है बिकॉज इट इज सो आइसोलेटेड राइट बिकॉज यू डोंट हियर वट दी आउटसाइड अंटिल द वेरी एंड वेन दैट इज राइट बट लाइक दे ऑल्सो देन आई थिंक दैट वुड बी दुड I would get that feeling if they had continued keeping only OJ and his mm-hmm. sister, but then as they start involving Angel, the tech guy, uh, and then they start involving the cinematographer, I feel then in a way the outside world creeps into their ranch, right? So then it and obviously the, at the end as well the mm-hmm. TMZ guy, then it starts being real for me. I'm like these are too many people to be collectively hallucinating. Huh, but then on the other hand, it's also like. there is a ufo that is fairly visible and fairly large why is in the world's press <laughs> congregated in this town right un- un- until the very end right. when you hear like a news yeah. bulletin there is no like it doesn't cut away outside this geographical location people enter it but we never exit yeah, it yeah. right like uh, even though when the accident happens the entire hmm. jupiter's thing happens and then they like 40 will have gone missing and at that time these three oj m and angela that that diner are just eating mm. you're like i mean people why should be in, in why, yeah why isn't it on the news and why aren't people flocking in like huge numbers like india mein sab hoga like you will see like 10000 people gathered because everyone like loves gawking uh, forget india india mein people gawk at nothing na but wahan par there's actually something <laughs> happening so you yeah, assume that people would no one's being attracted like just one tmz mm. i came you would expect like 10000 of him हाँ वही सो दैट्स वट आई एम थिंकिंग लाइक वी वी नेवर लीव दिस जियोग्राफिकल एरिया एंड एंड द ओनली टाइम वी लीव इज विद द कैरेक्टर्स बट नो वन एंटर्स इट लाइक वी वी डोंट रिली हैव अ सेंस ऑफ वट्स हैपनिंग आउटसाइड विच मेक्स द होल थिंग वेरी अनसेटलिंग राइट सो दैट्स वाई इट्स यूर लाइक हाफ द टाइम यूर थिंकिंग इज इट रियल इज इट नॉट रियल बिकॉज यू नीड द मूवी टू काइंड ऑफ ड्राइव दैट होम यू नो दीरियसनेस ऑफ वट्स हैपनिंग बाय balancing it with like some outside commentary which it does not do so that's what kind of leads to uh this thing but yeah that's all very interesting yeah for me like the first interesting thing in the movie was like when they, when it, like when he sees his dad die literally right he's like oh this might just be person i've known my entire life has disappeared like for a mysterious accident he can't explain the authorities mm. aren't telling him and mm. then he comes back with his sister to the home and then it happens again with them and then their whatever his favorite host Uh, ghost runs away. I was mm. like, the normal reaction for most humans is going to be like, "Screw this! I'm leaving, and I'm just going to like live somewhere for else for a while." Because like this happened for the second time in like whatever two three days, mm. and these guys have the opposite reaction, right? Their reaction is, "Oh, we're going to film it." I'm like, what? No. To be fair, um, OJ does his first instinct is to get the hell out of there, right? Which I felt was smart because 
Jordan Peele is too intelligent to kind of not right. include that beat uh, mm. because it's such a it's such a common criticism of horror movies like why didn't you just leave why didn't you know? people just like leave yeah which OJ that's his instinct he's like let's get out it's M who's like hang on think about it we need the cash you need the cash cash uh, so again we can make money off it they they give us 100k for videos like this and then they start dreaming even bigger they start dreaming which like the analogy they keep using the entire movie is like it's not about opera hmm. short boy yeah. and so all of it i have read as a meta thing for peel himself like that was my main takeaway from that's my main reading of this movie is like it's about yeah hmm. yeah eventually my main idea was like was like basically that it's commentary on like just filmmaking as genre and how obsessive directors and just like you know per- people can get around like you have to get the perfect shot or you have to get like the perfect but more take. specifically jordan peel right like directors to theek hai that's fairly obvious because there is they are literally filming something that is like a this hollywood in the periphery there's a cinematographer yeah. involved etc but more specifically what does it say about Jordan Peele who is a person who is has a 100% track record up you know at this point um and not just like appreciation wise but like paise kamaya hmm. you know so he is one of those anomalies who's making original films uh that are making truckloads of money and he's being appreciated he's possibly second after nolan in terms of directorial brand uh आजकल के टाइम में है ना या बिकॉज़ टारेंटिनो इज बेसिकली लाइक डन आई गेस सो या सो इफ सो हिम चेजिंग दैट कोट एंड कोट यू नो परफेक्ट शॉट व्हिच द सिनेमाटोग्राफर इन द फिल्म सेज के यू नो इट्स लाइक ऑलमोस्ट लाइक अ पाइप ड्रीम यू नेवर नो व्हाट द मोमेंट यू वांट टू अचीव इट हु नोस दैट लेवलिंग अप ऑफ एंबिशन राइट सो यू डन समथिंग व्हिच हैज बीन अप्रिशिएटेड डू इट अगेन यू डू इट अ थर्ड टाइम लाइक हाउ डू यू टॉप इट राइट हाउ लाइक व्हाट इज व्हाट डू यू चेज आफ्टर हैविंग अचीव्ड basically he has an oscar everything you know kya what is the pinnacle um all of that and obviously the i felt like the 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 cinematographer coming in mm. and shooting the the alien uh, whatever alien creature ufo slash whatever the hell mm. that is is very much with an imax camera by the way yeah is very IMAX much film like camera hiring to note IMAX film camera, which is why they have to change. They literally have to change. That would never happen with the IMAX digital camera. They wouldn't have to change reel in the middle. I thought what they're gonna do is like basically the creature will appear while they're changing the reel, and everything will just get screwed up. They'll they'll miss the shot. But no, like mm-hmm. that wasn't what they were going for with that angle. No, so what I was trying to say was that it's also like a cop, like it's it's basically like Hoytema and Hoytema coming in, right? Because yeah. he's never worked with him before, mm. and for him to specifically come in for this movie. with his IMAX cameras with his IMAX expertise mm. and uh via the movie also film an alien slash ufo yeah uh you know there, there's that happening then there's also like the legacy of black filmmakers you know like as as he film talks about like very the, pointedly tries to note again and again yeah we, we, the, the the black man or the horse right? he's, he's not recognized in history mm. in the history of of cinema right and then it's an attempt um not only via his film to shed light on that person but also he does it literally with uh, you know OJ riding a horse yeah. and a white person filming him yeah uh, he's literally cranking the film right like manually yeah, yeah. cranking the film that was It's very like obvious like when how... they like when this st- i like to i love 
heist movies. So they did like the, the third of the movie, act of the movie is almost like a heist, right? Before the the heist goes wrong. Um, yeah, it's almost like Top Gun, right? You know the plan, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah. They have hmm. to like capture this. That's like, what they realize. Like, so they make the whole plan. They like get like equipment and all, and then mm-hmm. they obviously they they the final thing. What you just referred to is that they show us like him perched there, and he's like riding. I'm like, yeah, this is clearly like that's why they set that up in the beginning of like they even show like the the shot. The movie almost opens like that. The movie yeah, opens movie actually opens through the like we don't know know it then we the, know the it like bumhole, yeah, yeah, of the alien. <laughs> and then we sh- see that, and then obviously, like, the poop. yeah, hundred minutes later, it's like recreated. So all that you know, it's it, like all of it has like a meaning. I'm sure a lot of it, like this, is very obvious. You know, like and in a way, he's adding to the pantheon himself, right? Like he's almost like commentating that there's probably not been enough credit, obviously, mm-hmm. for black filmmakers, but also been not been not been enough like black people on horses in epic movies. They tend to be like sidelined. Mm. They tend to be the sidekick to the white guy. So then, in a way, he's this is his. his it's, it's also like half western at times, right? The movie just because of its like picturesque location and the setting they use. Correct. Yeah, because uh, those sets are also like leased out to western productions, right? Like especially all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like this movie is also in a way is like sort of a cold attempt to like create footage where the black man on a horse can be like. You know, on a giant canvas for so long, which you don't get to see. Because otherwise. obviously, like the the time period in which most westerns are set, it's like the late eighteen hundreds or whatever. Yeah, black all people, the white people are like enslaving. Yeah, they, all the black people were slaves. <laughs> so, like, even when, like, say, we get like Quentin Tarantino, say, we get like Django Unchained, hmm. he's not the always the main guy in the frame. Like, you know, like DiCaprio or someone else stealing the hmm. frame here and there. And o- OJ does get like a proper hero shot at the end, right, in full IMAX. Yeah. Yeah, uh, out yonder, and then he's like, there's literally like fog, and the fog moves yeah. away to like make room for him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's what like he's trying to do like multiple things, obviously, right? That's obviously the commentary and stuff. It's obviously the, the attempt to like make a epic movie, mm-hmm. like IMAX level movie, and the fact that then make a movie about like just like black characters who get to enjoy that space and not you know white people like taking over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that, uh, and all of that I found very um, engaging on like a. Like an intellectual level, although I wasn't like emotionally engaged, I think at any point. Um, yeah, that's also because I think the, those characters are written in that way, right? Especially o- OJ, hmm. like M, like is obviously a lot more uh, just like emotional in the way she like expresses herself. But OJ is written like in a very like understated way, right? Like he doesn't emote or he doesn't showcase like. He's what he's feeling. Like he's always like internal. He's always so obviously internal. like he's it's not closed off. Yeah, it's not easy to connect with a character who's so withdrawn. Yeah, and I feel M is like a conduit for us to kind of connect with him because yeah. he's also in a way learning yeah. to connect with him after whatever tragedy that hmm. they've collectively faced. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, all of that. But what do you think of the IMAX? Did you watch it in IMAX? Yeah, I watched it in IMAX. I I think it's just like. For me, IMAX is always like uh, adds to like a percentage value to the movie, right? It's almost like if even if it's like a kachra movie, it become like kachra plus ten percent. Significant. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, that's what IMAX does. It just like immerses you. Like after a point, you sort of almost like forget you're on IMAX because you just like if the movie is good, like that's what it does, mm-hmm. right? It's not it's not like drawing attention to its like technical aspect. It's like the story you're pulling you in. Mm-hmm. You want to like see what's gonna happen next, and that's what a good like thriller movie does, which I think. This is actually his probably his 
pure first thriller movie than a horror movie right? i feel like get out and us were more sometimes horror than they were thriller mm. uh this I, t- tends to be in the, in the latter camp for me uh and i prefer that i'm not a huge horror fan okay so even that i do i did like get out us i was not huge mm. on uh but like nope i was like i'm this is much more my ground like i love thrillers i love the whole like heist thing as i already said in the end uh and stuff like that just like if you if you it's whenever if i want like the ne- to, to see the next frame of your movie like you've got me hooked which means like i am so so which is what happened um so there was like a, obviously a random interval right for i'm assuming your screening yeah, as well yeah us yeah and but thankfully like the interval thanks to the whole chapterization of the movie the interval came at a very natural okay so mine was terrible mine was uh, uh i guess it all depends on the projection is right which is like why projections are also so important in the theatrical experience and clearly you didn't get a good one yeah yeah so mine was in the bang in the middle of the gordy sequence in the middle of the film right so i think mine yeah. came i'm trying to remember i think it came after the end of ghost or before that okay no so Whatever the point i'm trying to make was that um, like you said you know like when you want to see the next scene uh, right. of the film i was kind of mm-hmm. remember i was reminded of so that 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 gordy thing it cuts abruptly um in the start as the, yeah uh, no no so in the start to hota hai yeah, but i'm talking about the specifically the one in the middle of the film right when we revisit the set of that whatever right. television show and mm-hmm. then we see the aftermath of it and then the camera kind of pans and it cuts just before we we kind of get a full glimpse of the uh, girl lying on the floor right, right. it's like an abrupt yeah. cut but then there is a wall that's obscuring our view of the girl lying on the floor right mm-hmm. and i physically i remember my like i physically remember like trying to peer on some <laughs> side of the wall that was in front of me, which is literally what happens in um uh rosemary's baby also right which right. is the famous story about rosemary the entire crowd of 2000 people leaned to one side <laughs> to catch a glimpse of so what like, was behind taking you back to, like because this movie also like take, trying to take you back to the start of filmmaking and by showing us the whole like a uh, black horse sorry black man on a horse thing I'm also yeah. now I'm also thinking of that kind of thing, right? Where like when the first footage of the Lumiere brothers was shown, of like the train coming towards the train, you, yeah, yeah, everyone just like ran. They like they thought that train was gonna come out, and it just like sounds so hilarious when it's told to us in two thousands or whatever when I first heard it. But like I can mm. imagine those like I just like whatever I heard of your experience, like those things still do happen. Like it happens, you know, especially yeah. with me with video games where I'm like if I'm trying to like turn a car, I literally my controller also is going to the right, and the, the movies as well. Like you just like. you physically like react to this and what that's probably the greatest tribute for a filmmaker right is, is that if you it's not you just like understand the movie and comprehending it when your literally your body has a reaction to the movie that tells hmm. you you're actually fully immersed now which is also a great advertisement for IMAX just yeah, the fact that, that you is, have yeah. that reaction you know because it's so the gaudy scenes are all IMAX obviously hmm. and i remember being kind of slightly annoyed in the first half of the movie because there wasn't a lot of IMAX uh, right. like besides the gaudy like we open we had that cold open in the gaudy thing mm. and then we have like regular 35 mm right for mm. a significant chunk of the until there's that first uh, brush that OJ has with the the UFO at night time yeah where ghost runs away yeah which is when the screen blows up again and i'm like mm. oh cool and then we cut back i think it's, to, it's almost like intentional or- in maybe in some way because yeah, like yeah, i think yeah. they they need the extra room to capture the alien the with the humans right because it's like it's the yeah. height of the shame it's same way like how uh steven spielberg made the argument for jurassic park he's like i need 18 185 because if i try to put the dinosaurs in 2.35 to 
It's just like mm. it won't feel as epic because you won't be able to like fully see the or you know visualize how actually gigantic they are. You will end up compressing them in a like a wide frame, and then you'll have too much extra space on the side, which is probably the same thing he's going probably going for with like and capture the alien because like it's always like in the sky, right? They're always like trying to like pan up and like see कहाँ जा रहा है वो कहाँ जा रहा है Yeah, the camera's very like inquisitive, right? Yeah. Whenever the UFO shows up. It's almost like a mockumentary sometimes. Maybe they're just like at the end it's gonna be like pranked you. Yeah, yeah. The same thing with the the first Avengers movie, right? The aspect ratio was deliberately like cramped yeah. because they wanted yeah. to heighten the superheroes in a way. Hmm. Specifically, the first Avengers movie. Hmm. Um, but it's maybe yeah. So when the screen blows up, when the when the poop scene happens, which is my favorite scene in the movie, <laughs> the screen is vibrant, right? Yeah. It's so huge and it's so like. It envelops you. The whole sequence. Yeah. Um. It's far better than you know the, even the end sequence of the film. That the middle portion with the with the alien poops on their house. This is crazy. Yeah, um, because at that point, like we, the end sequence, like alien has finally been unfolded. Right. It's almost like, uh, in a way, like Peel has to pay respect to like movie conventions that finally you have to show the alien or whatever that mm-hmm. in its flesh. So that's why it's in day, broad daylight or whatever. But like mm-hmm. I. The scene you just mentioned, the one like where he's pooping and just like whatever, trying to like get them out of the house. There, it's mm-hmm. like there is a part of it is still shrouded in mystery, right? Like we don't fully comprehend don't the extent yeah. of it. And the thing is, once you the moment you see something in its full its glory, it loses its majesty. Exactly, right? Like a part of it just goes away. Like if you see like a, and if I now see Queen Elizabeth two like next to me one day, she's sitting next to me on a chair. I feel like something will like fall out of that. If I like if I met Princess Diana, like I think you just hmm. like some part of that. I just said this had a magical luster. It just like fades away. And it's gone. You can never recapture it. Did you just watch the Diana documentary or something? I haven't. I just like I don't know why I thought of queens <laughs> and stuff, but <laughs> so that I was, was thinking, my random. <laughs> I was thinking more like um, uh, the Gareth Edwards Godzilla, right? Where mm-hmm, you mm. actually see Godzilla right at the end. You just see yeah. glimpses, or like the first. Famously, the first Cloverfield movie where you yeah. the only time you see the monster is right at the end of that. Very sensual choices, which huge. is like one of, this is one of the reasons. Like I mean, I'm not trying to bring up like the movies, but naturally coming in, like I just brought up Jurassic Park, but like the new Jurassic World movies. That's why I don't like them is because they feel that they're trying to show off their VFX and like show dinosaurs all the time. But by showing uh-huh. dinosaurs all the time, it feels like we're seeing dinosaurs none of the time. It's like yeah, okay, they're just there now. What? Yeah, exactly. They're like. A horse, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Okay. They're not even horse now. They're like they're like a, like a dog or something. Like, ah, they're just like, roaming around. They're <laughs> everywhere. They're nothing now. They don't feel like the moment of of Jurassic Park. The moment the way they used to hide the T Rex for so long, you would only see like mm. one paw, one like eye, one's like tail, just like looking at you. Like Spielberg knew what he was doing. Like the new guys are just like you're just gonna throw two hundred million at like VFX and like show you dinosaurs running in broad daylight. I'm like, now it's not fun anymore. Which is the Spielberg is the through line, right? Because Spielberg yeah. not only influenced uh, obviously J. J. Abrams and Matt Reeves for mm-hmm. Cloverfield, and Gareth Edwards obviously very famously yeah. had like a ground level uh, look, right, at uh, the whole thing. So he would his camera would like pan up at Godzilla and everything. Um, mm-hmm. uh, similarly, this is very Spielbergian, right? And, and Jordan Peele very smartly what he does is he knows that he's shown you those flying saucers so often. By the time the third act, uh, you know, the showdown rolls in, there's almost like a Pokemon style, um, like evolution that happens. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Abhi tumne, you're used to like now. You thought this was the extent of it. I'm gonna like show you 
what this creature is actually possibly capable of what like what maybe it's natural self right like in its like uh, whatever like world it came from this this is the way the like everyone roams around but like to like hide from us it had to disguise itself in that saucer form yeah so that is that's also like the whole so in addition to the spielbergian influences also like huge anime stuff happening at the end right especially with the design and everything yeah he's even c- apparently like not i haven't seen it but he's acknowledged some anime uh, i'm forgetting the name oh. uh, which, which one i have to look up the name but he peel actually has spoken about uh, i think evangelion if I, i don't want to be wrong oh neon genesis Yeah, I think he's he's that was the one he sort of that makes checked. total sense. That yeah. makes total. Yeah, one second. Because that anime, is... yeah, Neon Genesis Evangelion is one okay. Of so that stuff. anime is actually about it's about it's like Pacific Rim, but it's actually about like human loneliness. <laughs> Amazing. Um. So, huh? And also, like the ending. I don't know if you've seen the Jeff Nichols movie uh, Midnight Special, which I really really liked. I can't recall if I have. उटलीस <laughs> that was insane yeah cuz like this is and in a way it's like almost like pranking and it's also like it's contributing to the filmmaking allegories which also like further sort of layering them right so almost like i mean this these this people or whatever these just generation almost like in a way is so obsessed with like capturing everything or like you know making everything like we like we don't experience anything for ourselves these days right like our generation is famously blamed for trying to create content out of everything and that's mm. what oj and his sister tend to do right they're like mm. literally uh something is telling them that oh we, we might kill you but they're mm. still trying to create content out of it yeah yeah and the interesting thing is that their initial reaction their gut instinct every time is to be like no which is like the human yeah instinct but like right? like gut se aata hai but it's like we are scared for ourselves and then they think for another 2 minutes and now they're like oh wait we can make money on tiktok though we can make money on tiktok right which is also very like all the characters i felt in this movie including um steven yoon's character and especially yeah. um, steven yoon's character uska to matlab actual like real life trauma like long lasting hai you know like Haan, in this case at least like peel probably lost oj lost his father like a maximum a week ago or whatever Haan. you know like that steven yoon guy has like gone through like decades of that and he's still like He's processed it in such a weird manner that he has basically like I mean that that scene is insane like when he's telling us you know like uh, of how it like what ha- what happened to him like the way he's phrasing it to OJ and M and but hmm. the scenes that we're actually seeing and I'm just like oh my god like this this guy is broken entirely yeah he's he's probably given delivered that spiel so many times that mm-hmm. all the emotion has been like squeezed yeah, out yeah is is it so the tour guide right like he's like i charged for this area yeah usually but yeah yeah it's all it's almost like auschwitz memorial mein dikha rahe hote hain ke oh like very dispassionately ke yes 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 hota hai and but the person who is actually delivering that speech is the person who survived or something who survived the auschwitz yeah like imagine like yeah. and they're trying to like live it up because like for you it's like a museum tour and you've paid like 10 dollars for it so now it must be a good experience mm. Yeah. 
so in i mean in addition to like all the central characters having you know decided to commodify or profit off their trauma mm-hmm. it's also again jordan peel right because that's what he's grappling with also right yeah. he's like he's like he's yeah he's trying to like bring black pain or whatever to life at least like a lot more i think in get out and ask compared to this movie but uh, this is this this movie is like an this movie is like a accumulation of that career yeah. right it's like yeah. maine get out kiya maine us kiya am i a bad <laughs> Wait, what person what am i doing yeah am money? i like am i steven yeun <laughs> basically yeah yeah am i a bad person for making money of the, my ancestors my pain? own ancestors yeah <laughs> like yeah pain yeah, that's fair enough yeah that there is again another vein running through it definitely yeah. so well yeah like on this level it's a pure jordan peel like it's engaging you know, like having fun with it but then i have like it has been a few days since i watched this movie now and right. i haven't found myself for... yeah i haven't found myself like thinking about it much which yeah, is I not what i thought was i was my like my moment i left it i was like that's what i said right in the beginning whatever i said like it's it it is eventually a creature feature movie for me and those are like normally not things I like think about for too long. And like, it was a nice thriller or whatever. Like, it had this heist mm. moments and stuff like that. But I'm not sure it's like a movie I would want to revisit. I might want to revisit it. Not, I mean, on this level purely to see if there is stuff that I perhaps you know did not like the gaudy thing. I would want to like engage with that again. Understand? Right. What is it? Is it more than just simply like oh, like there is like the cycle of trauma slash abuse slash messing with nature. whatever yeah, is there more one to point it than they were going to link the goddies thing to like the alien i thought that there was a shoe right i can't i don't understand what the shoe is yeah i feel what for me shoe? the shoe i feel feel like it's part of like steven yeun's like trying to like create the mythologization around his what has happened to him like i think he is imagining that the shoe is vertical there is no way that actually happened acha oh wait yeah so uh, this is something that i might want to kind of reengage with um that being said you know cloverfield i really like i have a poster of cloverfield on my wall like that's how mm. much i like that movie so it's <laughs> not just that it's a creature feature so it's like uh, you know dismissible or something um it, it this one i don't know it's fine like i enjoy i don't i also i'm concerned if this will play as well as it did on an imax screen back home um yeah because so much of it was so much of it is imax. the spectacle and the stuff Yeah. I mean, so and f- so much for me at least is the first experience of it. I'm not sure hmm, how hmm, much hmm, I would hmm. like also enjoy now that I know some of its secret, like not some of some all of its secrets basically. Which I've successfully avoided, by the way, like for a month somehow. Yeah, yeah, I the marketing. No I think that's what I actually like about Peel as well is that he is very willful about that. Right, he's not gonna give us anything in the marketing of his movies. Even us, huh. like I knew nothing when I stepped in. Get Out, I just knew because it took forever for it to come. to mm. our screens as in our small screen never came to our big screens um so that one there was no way to escape it for like 6 7 months uh but yeah i like the fact that he's you know controls the marketing team and he's not not going to reveal it like any other movie it would not be called <coughs> nope it would probably be called something like predator or something like i said and they would reveal like stuff like that in the trailers that it is an alien mm. who is stalking us but this movie yeah. like tried its best to keep those sort of things out of trailers kind of also reminded me of now that you was- See that you know the Shyamalan at his peak. This is what he was able to achieve. Yeah. Um, also in marketing, like he had mm-hmm. such huge power, like signs and village. Yeah, and, and this is what they can do, right? Because Jordan Peele is a name in himself. He doesn't need <coughs> to sell you on, on the movie. He just needs to sell you on the fact that 
it looks it's a new good. jordan peel movie it's a yeah, it's yeah. a new jordan peel movie and tum aa jao that's what like even nolan does right like his trailer yeah, yeah. also like might reveal more sure but like they it's being sold on the fact that this is the guy who made inception interstellar and like dunkirk and everyone do you want to see it no and you like yeah i want to see it yeah, yeah it's all, to the level that basically nolan films a kellogg's commercial and puts it <laughs> on theaters yeah, yeah. people will go i will which go. is like, what happens to the directors right martin scorsese makes <laughs> commercials all the time and people actually watch them Because like oh Martin Scorsese ने commercial बनाया किस कसीनो का बनाया किसी मकाओ में बट देखना है मुझे he's become full sellout but नहीं will still watch it um हाँ so I I yeah like pretty great streak pretty yeah phenomenal three on three uh, although yeah, not as actually was a so. thing slight for me I think so for me it's going like a, for me for it's sure. more like a V thing for me it's like a get out then ask for a tiny dip and then nope again back up Oh, okay, so mine was like Get Out was top, then Us was slight dip, and then Nope was a slightly larger dip. But still, you know, like a slight dip for Jordan Peele is like any other yeah. filmmaker's <laughs> best. Yeah, because day. yeah, he started like so high up that most filmmakers are never gonna get to his height only. Yeah, but yeah, that that brand is intact for me. Like if it it doesn't matter, like matter. Like he's he's jo- next whatever Jordan Peele event as they now he calls it. I think. I am there. Are its company ka naam is also Monkey Paw, no? Yeah, but that's clearly like a permanent thing. It's not like he changed the name of the company just for Gordy. But then, does that imply that he thought of this movie before he had a production company? Who knows? Now that's a question you have to ask the man himself. I think. Okay. Agli baar milunga to pooch. Milte hain. Dikta hai to yahi baju mein rehta hai. Right, as yeah. optimistic a note we can end this podcast on. Hmm. All right, that's all for this episode of the Long Take. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at the Long Take Pod. You can write to us at the Long Take Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, please leave us a rating and a review. We'll listen to this episode, and we will see you next week.